Hey everyone, your designers are here. I'm Anita at Cedar Hill Farmhouse. And I'm Yvonne at Stone Gable. And I'm Kelly at My Soulful Home. And we've got tips and tricks and decorating advice for you today. So let's get started. Today's episode show notes can be found at decoratingtipsandtricks.com slash 213. And today's episode 213, easy ways to add character to your home. Hey, it's all about character, girls. Not We're not going to... We're not going to add a character to our home. We're just going to add oh, yeah. character in general. My house is already full of characters. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so true. And the guy that lived here before me. Whoa. What is a character? He was. What is a character? But mm-hmm. yes, adding character to your home, no matter what kind of house you have, is so very important. And don't think if... You know, you're in a rental or you're in not your forever home or what you think is not your forever home or you're in a builder's grade spec sort of house or a standard ranch or something like that. Your house can have the most character on the block, the most character in the neighborhood, the most character in the whole universe. We have lots of tips for you to get that done in easy and cost-effective ways. Mm -hmm. And when we're talking about character for your home, I think sometimes you know it when you see it. So you're going to be adding probably, I would say you're adding details. Like let's say uh, um, you said, Kelly, a spec home. Well, Mm -hmm. you can take a spec home and give it a lot of character by adding detail, personal details, especially when it comes to, you know, architecture and upgrades and even the easy things. So today we're going to talk about ways to make your house stand out, ways to make your house special, and sometimes ways to make your house look like it's been there for a while. Yeah, I I think that's a great idea. And a lot of these things are, uh, like you said, I mean, well, it, a lot of these things are character adding things that do make your house look like it's very old. But the thing I think about too is sometimes we buy a builder grade home, but you know what? Your house doesn't look have to look builder grade. That's exactly there's right. A, I love the idea of, of yeah. they don't make this anymore or they don't or they don't make things like that anymore. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of things that you can add and a lot of these things are not that big of an expense. And the first one I have, for example, is to change out the doorknobs, which we've done before in our uh, other house. And it made such a huge difference. Uh, just there's some, and there's so many different doorknobs you can go with. You can go with brass, the unlacquered brass, bronze. Uh, our house now has glass or crystal doorknobs that are beautiful. Uh, with a pewter around them. So yeah, I mean, that's definitely something you can do that really, you know, people notice that. It really makes them your house look beautiful. Yeah, I think, you know, as we say, sometimes the design is in the details. I think the character is certainly in the details too. And it's obviously mixed in, all mixed in with the design too. So if you think of small ways, if if there are a bunch of ways, and I'm sure we'll touch on a lot of them today, where you might need a carpenter or you need some sort of carpenter skills. You need certain tools to add character to your home in a more permanent way. But there are definitely ways just to add character in a very um, cosmetic, decorative sort of way that's not going to cost you a lot of money. And if you happen to be in a place that you're not going to, you feel that you're not going to spend years and years and years, you can take it with you. The knobs is a great way to do it. Um, Adding 
little, just hanging little tassels and things like that, tiny little pieces of character, whether you're hanging it from a knob or you're hanging it from a uh, doorknob or just little tiny ways that you can add little accent pieces that are, are a little bit different, things that aren't seen all the time, things that are not just pillows and throws and things like that, tiny little things that make a big impact. I'm going to go outside and let's talk about two things that I think add a lot of character. I think one, if um, uh, a lot of houses have shutters on the front, have no shutters on the back. And to me, that's a really telltale sign. Get those shutters and add them to the back of your house. And I think that will make a huge difference in adding character to your house. And another thing is, is buying a um, door with some uh, windows or transoms or something like that. I think that's another character builder for a house. Oh, I love that idea. I mean, I know you have a beautiful wooden door with with uh, a window in it, don't you, Anita? Well, I have three windows at the top and a shelf because I have a craftsman style house yes. and that's the traditional craftsman style and door. See? But I went with an eight foot door. So it really did add some character. Talk about too. character. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you can also do a transom over it. And a lot of people in my neighborhood have the transom with mm-hmm. the, with I the have street a transom. number, you know, mm-hmm. their street address. Yeah, I think that's a beautiful way to go. Oh, did you just say paint the street address on your windows? Well, I was, they're etched, but you can uh, yes, do that as well. I love that look. You could even get them decaled and nobody would be none the wiser. Oh, I think that's such a great idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you would never know that. Yeah. Hmm. Well, another thing you can do is to add things like crown molding. I mean, there's so many ways you can add some architectural interest to your house that really give it that custom feel and Crown molding, although I have no interest in doing it personally myself, but I've heard that it's very easy to do if you just have a miter saw. So, and probably Bobby's done that before. Has he? He has, and it's not that easy. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. I, I mean, he can right. match it up, but you know, it, it is, it does take somebody with a little bit of skill to do that. And, um, I have 18 inches below our crown molding. We have a strip of rounded edged molding all the way around um, our, well, it goes from our family room to our breakfast area and then into our kitchen. And it, even though we have a nice size crown molding, it gives it like that extra height and it sort of is a trompe It fools the eye and it looks much more heavy and, and custom made than it actually truly is. What I'm going to suggest is you walk around your house, no matter how much character you think you have or how much character you think you're lacking, look in each room and think, what could I add here that would have some character and some charm and make it unique? Maybe that's planking a ceiling like I've done in my house. I mean, I I have to say, yeah, I started with pretty much of a high character threshold in this house. You know, it's 130 some odd years old. It's It has a lot of interesting molding and things like that. But a lot of things were added over the years. Like I know the tin ceiling in my dining room is not original to this house. And I know this because one of the carpenters that was here told me that um, 
Phillips head screws had not been invented till the 1930s. And this, the metal tin is screwed into the ceiling with that kind of screw. So it's very unlikely that someone took it down and put it up back up with different screws. So, you know, that was added over time to add character to a house that already had a lot of character. So, you know, even though, you know, my house is a Victorian, it still needed some stuff. So I think every house can really benefit with a little extra dose of character. How about if you don't want to do a whole planking of a ceiling or a tin ceiling is not really your look, even adding a ceiling medallion. I mean, people might oh, think of yes. those as yeah, very ornate idea. and of a certain style, but really they're not. You can find some really clean lined ones that, you know, really can be modern, but it just adds something, another layer of interest. Paint your ceiling a different color. I've done that and I love that. And it's that's so easy to do. Mm-hmm. Well, this is so easy to add character to your house. And when you sell your house, you can actually take it with you. It's my favorite way to add character to a room, and that is to add a French chair. Oh. And, I, and you, you know, I, I think French goes with just about any decorating style. So if even if your style is not French, try adding a French chair to the room. I think you're going to be very happy with the way it really gives the room some interest and appeal. But let's let's circle back to those medallions. I have taken those medallions and actually made them look like they've been Venetian plaster and put mirrors behind them. But if you want to use them for your chandelier, you can paint those and you can make them look absolutely like a, a work of art. And that's a that would be, I would say, very high character, you know, to do something so beautiful like that. I also think um stairs. If uh, you have carpeting on your stairs. I'm going to say rip them at, rip the carpeting out. And if you don't have great wood, I w- just paint your stairs. Paint them a nice clean color and maybe put a runner on it and you're good to go. And that, again, adds a lot of character. Yeah, I think that is such a great way to go. I mean, it really dates a house if you have a certain kind of stair carpeting, especially if it's wrapping all the way around. And... You know, most people, if they have that kind of carpeting in a house that they've moved in, uh, it's more than likely that the wood underneath it is not terrific unless it's a much older house. So you may say, oh gosh, what if I take this off and I don't like it? I really venture to say you're going to love it painted and you could always add a nice fresh runner yeah, down the center if you feel for you know slipping or just adding a little bit more texture you wanted that i don't think you're ever going to regret removing that carpeting i've done that here and we did the the treads black and the risers white and i absolutely love it and i thought all along i'm going to add some sort of sizal ish runner down the center but i never did I said that only one person fell down the stairs once. And, oh, and only I one just, person. Only one no fuzzy socks. You know, just be careful. Oh, no running. Oh, on, I even say to the dogs, no mm-hmm. running on the stairs. No running on the stairs. And you're fine. Yeah. I, and I do think if you have, if you've had um, carpeting on your stairs for over 10 years, it's maybe time to get it off anyway. And that, you know, covering the whole carpeting, you know, and around the edges of the stairs is a very dated look. And it's a very sort of, you know, cookie cutter look because it's very easy to do and it's less expensive. But even the wood underneath of it, you know, I don't think it needs to be sand, but you can give it a little sand, put a couple layers of great paint on it, seal it with poly- polyurethane, 
And, and I would probably put a runner because I think a runner also is a really nice look. Like you, you said you're going to, you know, you were thinking about doing sisal, something like that. I have sisal ish, <laughs> a runner on my main stairs because we did have, um, they were all that golden oak because we've been in our house over, uh, a couple dozen, um, years. And so we left the, the, um, stairs that oak color we painted the risers white and then we put sort of a uh looking um carpet runner we painted our golden oak stair rails and the spindles we painted this uh the rails a shiny black and we painted the spindles white and it really updated that look don't you just love a great recommendation from a friend well, we're delighted to be recommending these companies and their wonderful products to you today. And let them know your friends at DTT sent you. Another thing you can do that doesn't change the character of your home permanently that I love to do is to add a beautiful statement piece work of art for the wall. And so when I say a statement piece, I mean a rather large piece of artwork. So maybe a three by four three foot by four feet tall, something like that, something pretty big or maybe even bigger than that. This adds a lot of drama to your room. And uh, a lot of times I don't do these frames. So that saves you the cost on the frame. I usually like to do a gallery wrapped canvas. And I think there's some beautiful pieces out there. I mean, I wouldn't put just anything up. I think it needs to be a piece that speaks to you. But if you find something that's really beautiful that you really love, I think you'll enjoy that piece of artwork on the wall and it will be your statement piece. It'll be a wow piece and it'll really add so much character to your room. Yeah. And don't rush into something like that. True. And and really, you know, you obviously have to think of what your personal taste and your budget. Even if you ended up framing out some of this new wallpaper and did, you know, something really cool floral pattern or something and on a big repeat and on a big scale could really be so dramatic. I remember seeing something recently in one of those removable wallpaper sites. It was like, it was a black and white, but it was cabbage roses, just so lush. And you, even though it wasn't in the color, you kind of, your mind was kind of infusing the color of like peonies and lush cabbage roses and all that. And I was thinking that would look so cool framed in, you know, for my style framed in sort of a gilded sort of frame. Oh, and I was thinking, yeah, where can I work idea. that in, in my house? Cause it was so, I think it can be so dramatic on a large scale. I think that's an absolutely beautiful idea. Mm-hmm. Another thing that you can do is update your chandeliers. I really Uh, think nothing um, gives away the age of a house or the quality of a house like outdated chandeliers. And if you have outdated chandeliers, um, um, you can get such inexpensive but very nice looking shandies or even just a big drum shade. Uh, for you know a very reasonable price, and I think it makes such a big difference. And while we're talking about lighting, put everything on dimmers, but also look at your switches and your sockets. Um, make sure that they they're updated. They're not maybe just there's now toggles and all kinds of interesting things. And also the inner workings where the if you have a switch that the switch is the same color as your switch plate. That's really important, oh, too. Oh, yes. Yes. 
Yes. That's a must. Or the sockets themselves are the same color as the plate around it. Those are, except if you're going with like um, a metal or something like that. But those are really telltale signs that, um, you know, that sort of says, mm, I don't have a lot of character. So you want to make, sh- just really look at the details of what's going on in your house. What do you think about the little chandelier shades? Have they, did they date? a light fixture for you? Or do you think that they sort of transcend time? Mm, You know, I don't know. That's a good question because I love those, but I haven't seen those in a long time. I think they date for the most part. I mean, I think actually girls, you both love French. I think you can get away with it a little bit because I think they're so classically French. I had um, rattan shades that I just loved, but yeah, I think it's a dated look. So, you know, maybe try taking those off and free your, free your bulbs (laughs) and see if free your bulbs. Free your bulbs, <laughs> baby. Uh, Email us and let us know if you freed your bulbs and how it felt. <laughs> Free those bulbs. And anyway, um, and just look at your chandelier and think, well, you know, does this look fine? Uh, also, give your chandelier a coat of paint. Now, you know the brass is coming back. So if you have un- unlacquered brass, don't touch it. But if you have that shiny brass, it will always stay shiny. Maybe you want to give that a coat of paint and do something fun with it. Yeah, because when you started talking about those, I thought, well, somebody might think, oh, this is an easy way to add character. I'll get those little clip-on shades and I'll stick them on no. my, you know, rooster chandelier or something like that. <laughs> but I I think it really, right now, for what's going on, I think the opposite would be true. It would lend more character to it just to have the exposed bulb. You know, I mean, I think the Edison bulb is still something that's going on now, but it's certainly not as hot as it was. Mm. And it might slow train, slow train, slow train. Right. Mm-hmm. But it was more, mm-hmm. and that's kind of when that started when the naked bulb started to really be more popular. And so I think you can just do that with your, your regular, if you have an interesting bulb, like I wouldn't put, you know, some, you know, an, an ugly, you know, swirly bulb in anything, of course, oh, uh, you know, either choose a better bulb or keep those <laughs> under the covers. But if you have mm-hmm. a chandelier and you have those pretty candelabra bulbs that either flame tip at the top or, you know, c- just, you know, come to a little candle point at the top, I think just let them be free. It's more character. I e- agree evoking. with you. But maybe save them because it, save those little hats in case you change your mind because they are well, a they darling might come look. back. Yeah, yeah, they might, they might come and back. But here's yeah, something now I, not so much. I wish we could do, but we have so many doors. We're not going to do this. You know, we're doing other things instead. I have our 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 doors to the outside are good doors, but I have like those you know hollow doors for the rest of my house. And my house was a custom build, but. I don't know why I miss that. And I just don't like the sound of those light hollow doors. I would love to get all new, beautiful, solid wood doors in my house on the inside. It makes a huge difference. (laughs) If you mm. don't even want to go that route, I've had situations in in houses past where I didn't want to spend the money. And like we've talked about, like taking it off the hinge. And then what happens if you take it off the hinge? You can also add some interesting molding. Very, you know, you could even do narrow, lightweight molding if you're concerned about, you know, kind of throwing the door off 
of its functionality by weighing it down too much. But if you even get an interesting little quarter round with maybe a little mm-hmm. bevel, a little something, there's so many um, moldings at, at Home Depot even. You could try it out. You can cut your own piece. I mean, sometimes I'll be in the aisle for like an hour slicing little pieces to take home and try out for different projects. Oh, you are so cute. (laughs) Yeah. I I could just (laughs) see you in the aisle. (laughs) And, um, yeah. And then you can try them out. You can sort of frame the door out. If you get a painted white, you can even use that MDF material, which is less Mm -hmm. expensive and more lightweight. Mm -hmm. And then you can either Gosh, I bet you could even install it yourself with some good wood glue, or you can I have bet. someone do it for you with the little finishing nails, and then you have to fill mm-hmm. in the little holes. But wow, mm-hmm. you know, that can just change the look of a door. It can't. Well, yeah. I have six I panel doors, idea. even though they're hollow. Uh-huh. And I just look at them. Oh, and so I go, yours are not f- just flat. I'm no, talking no, about basically a door no, that's just flat. The, yeah, but still, still, they're a door that I know that they're not totally solid wood, and you can hear it when you close it. Yeah. I mean, they look nice. But if you close the door, you'd certainly not think that. Here's the other thing that I am going to update this summer. We have a pocket door that closes off my kitchen area from my dining room. And um, the back of our house is pretty open. The front of our house has the dining room, but there's a big door. It's a pass-through. And our builder, because he knows I love to cook and entertain, he said, Yvonne, so you don't have a bunch of mess that everybody's looking at we'll just put a pocket door there and you can close that while you cook. Brilliant idea. The problem is I lose a lot of light in my kitchen and my kitchen is actually the darkest room in my house. So we're putting in pocket doors that are French doors. They're glass. Oh, oh, wow. I know. Now I'm, nice. if I have to be a little neater now, you know, I can't close the door off, but I am willing to forgo that. So I have that light streaming through and that is, that would give a room so much character. That's a great idea. Right? Well, another thing you can do is to put in a, a shelf with some beautiful corbels in your hallway or in your a kitchen or living room, some open shelving. You could do several open shelves, or I just have some big antique corbels in our hallway with an antique piece of wood on top. And, uh, you know, it's, it's bolted on and I think it's just a great look I have. And the nice thing is I put artwork there and I don't really hang it on the wall. I just kind of lean it on the shelf. Um, and then I change, so I can change it out a lot. That is character and, laden. Anita. Yeah, remember the, oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's remember beautiful, the tin sounds beautiful. ceiling tiles I had there? Yes, yeah. yes. I took the, all those down. I just took them down. Oh, stop. I did. I did. I just, and it, I just got a, you know, a bee in my bonnet one day and said, that's all coming down. So I'm loving the fresh. No, but no matter what you put there, the, uh, you're absolutely right. Those mm-hmm. corbels. And you can buy corbels on Etsy. In fact, I just got a set and... The woman made them look old and they were, I think, $100 for the pair. And they're, wow. Yeah, they're really chunky. And actually, mm-hmm. I got them for a certain spot and I'm like, I don't know if I really like them there. You know how that happens. But uh, yes. here I am. I'm going to use them, just like Anita's saying, for a shelf. I'm going to put it over the big window in our barn office up oh, high. Nice. So you nice. can really appreciate the corbels because corbels like that are instant character. 
Yeah, mine are 100 years old, and they're actually from the exterior of a house, I think, in Ohio or someplace like that. You know, and I have corbels that are just freestanding, that are very, very old, chippy, and I use them. I have one on my mantle right now and one on a dresser upstairs in my bedroom. I've seen those. They're beautiful. Mm -hmm. And here's the other thing. We added corbels to our island. It, it didn't really need them because we have a, we have an extended area that I can push stools under. So on either end of those, we put big corbels. What a difference that made because it almost made it look like a piece of furniture. Yeah. Yeah. Great mm-hmm. idea. Corbels are a good thing. And I just want to talk about windows for a minute. We get a lot of questions um, and I get a lot of, I get a lot of design questions about windows and, you know, unless you have custom windows made, sometimes windows can look pretty puny in a room. You know, they look too small and there's several ways to address that, to add character to it. And one way is putting molding um, depending on how far up they go, like, you know, 18 inches above your window and, and as long as your window frame and paint that air and paint the area from that crown molding all the way down to the frame of the window, the same color as the window frame. And it looks like a taller window. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay. Or, you know, this is our go-to tip, hang those drapes really high and it will make your windows look bigger. I think that's a great idea. That's Mm -hmm. always a good idea. Uh, how about beadboard? Oh, I love I think that's that. A great way. And our farm has beadboard on the walls and uh, up to, you know, it's just wainscoting. But I love using that. And it's a very casual, warm, very traditional look for a farmhouse. So I think that's a great way to go. Or even shiplap or just or just planking a wall. Things like that give it so much interest. Or if you just don't even want to do that, they have such beautiful, beautifully created digital wallpapers out now that look like a brick wall, like a whitewashed brick wall. Beautiful. You know what's something I saw some, uh, one of our blogger friends doing? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was the, it's almost like wood slices, like you know, veneer is kind of sounds like a bad word, you know, like, uh, but it was uh, kind of a worn weathered wood where she was putting up these vertical, um, you know, almost like tiles, but you know, not ceramic, it's wood. And man, she did an attic room. So picture a dormered area and it was absolutely beautiful. Uh, I can try to find her blog post and link it in the show notes. I don't know the name of the manufacturer of this, but they just, they do shave off a thin layer of, you know, whatever you choose. It could be this weathered patinaed wood or a regular wood. And then you just use that as a little (laughs) accent wall. I mean, I guess you could even Mm -hmm. use it in in an entire room if you wanted, but that might be a little cabin-y feeling. But yeah, so charming. I loved it. And so that's a really easy way to add character too. Yes. And then, um, you know, rifting off that, I did get those uh, adhesive tiles. And wow, they are so easy to use. I put them in my laundry room and I absolutely love them. So that's from Aspect Tiles, I believe. And again, we'll put that in the show notes. That's a really interesting way to add some character. I I could see that used in so many ways, either as a real backsplash or again, you could just, 
I love the idea of framing out something interesting. It doesn't even need to be, you know, a piece of art or a painting. Like you could just take a section and then you don't have to worry about cutting or anything like that. And then just put some molding around it. And mine are this brushed gold. Like, you know, you could do something like that just on sort of like a, you know, a wall that a trans, like a, like a transitional wall between rooms or something like that, where, you know, it's just something interesting, but it's not a piece of art where you need to have a certain distance to appreciate it or anything like that. You could do a few panels of that in a hallway or something like that. That could be really interesting. You don't have to use grout or anything. It's super easy. So I hope you got a lot of tips today on um, creating some pockets of character and character throughout your home. Uh, If you have any suggestions about how you've created character, certainly send us an email. We would love to feature your character infusing tip on a future episode. Thanks so much for being with us. Hope you have a great weekend and we're here to inspire you to create a beautiful home. Until next time. Hey, everybody, we want to thank you so much for listening to Decorating Tips and Tricks. And we want to make it even easier for you to listen. And it's easier if you subscribe. You just click the subscribe button on our website, www.decoratingtipsandtricks.com. Or you can subscribe through Apple Podcast or any of your favorite podcast listeners. When you subscribe, DTT comes free right to you three days a week. So until next time.